0: I'm incredibly excited to have you here today. And we're talking with Johnny Tyler and about her entrepreneurial journey. She's had a, she has an incredible story to share with us today. Why don't you go ahead and get us started, Johnny. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what has gotten you to where you're at today.
1: Okay, well, well uh, thank you for having me. I'm pretty excited about this. Uh, I am actually from Williamsport, Pennsylvania. I, that's where I grew up. My whole family is there. I moved to Lakeland in 1992. But prior to that, uh, as a young gal at 17, when I graduated high school, I went on to be a New York City fashion model in New York and model for most of the top designers in the runway and in the different magazines and things. And one day in 1984, I was on the set with uh, the other models and another photographer. And I asked him if I could look through his camera. Back then it was film. There's no digital, no Photoshop. So I, he said, sure, have a look. As I looked through his camera, and I had the other model step on the uh, set, and I said, oh, my goodness, when I looked through the viewfinder, I got, instantly got hooked, and I said, how does one get into this to the photographer? And he said, buy yourself a camera. You can figure it out. And I did. Uh, I've never had any uh, formal training. I was never able to go to college. Uh, I was not lucky enough to have that but I'm pretty resourceful. So I ended up learning, teaching myself. I would go around to the different photographers in New York that I knew, after I would photograph some of my friends that were models, and I would have them critique my work. And they all would say, man, you have a good eye, just have to learn some technical. And I said, okay, and that's what started me on my journey.
0: That's really incredible, being inspired by what you saw through a viewfinder and then taking that into a whole photography business where you were leveraging your community, your friends, your relationships, uh, and getting feedback on what you're trying to accomplish. As you think back along the journey and what you've created, where were the people that helped support you did you where did you find your tribe? First of all, I have to give the most
1: credit to my mom. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did lose my mom three years ago. My mom was a professional trumpet player and she was born in 1926. So, no, sorry, 1924. And so she went on to be a musician. Um, back then, she took a one way ticket to New York City at the age of 17, joined an all girls band, and uh, ended up uh, having a w- traveling all over the world entertaining the troops during World War II. So she was my inspiration. And as I, I never even thought about modeling because I thought, oh, I'm, you know, this wasn't quality, you know, material for that. One day in high school, someone had said, oh, you're tall and you're pretty. So why don't you think about modeling? And I'm like, oh, not me. I went home and I talked to my mom. My mom always said to me, you can do anything you want to as long as you put your mind to it. And she kept telling me that she was my biggest cheerleader. Now my father, not so much in the beginning until he started seeing the fruits of my labor. Then he became also one of my biggest cheerleaders. So it has been, I always say it takes a village and it hasn't taken a village for me to uh, raise me up in in that industry and onto the industry that I'm in now.
0: Wonderful, that's incredible. Having the support of your parents, really push you to be successful at what you wanted to do do you feel there were any resources that you specifically leaned on along the way the community that helped you support you did they push you towards any additional resources things that you know where you're at now where you're at today that you wish you had known about when you started
1: i wish i had known about really how to run a business Mm. Back then, because even though I was modeling in New York, and prior to becoming a photographer, I also started a modeling school in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. I was two hours outside of New York, so I had moved from New York City into Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. It was easy access, but I was tired of living in the city and paying the high rents. So I ended up starting a, people knew I was a New York model. They wanted me to interview their daughters. Before you knew it, I ended up having a full-fledged modeling school, which was licensed by the Department, of the, state of, the Department of Education of the state of Pennsylvania, and I had a full-fledged modeling school. I then opened up an agency, and then I would train girls and got them into New York and Europe
0: that's it's incredible where did you find the women to be models how did you form that and what inspired you to continue to do it even though you moved out of the the state or yeah out of new york and then i mean you had to ride transportation in it's not Mm -hmm. a short trip
1: it was a two-hour ride um and actually i could literally go out my back door literally and jump on the bus Uh, At 6.15 in the morning and get into New York and do my work and then sometimes I'd stay with some friends and then but most of the time I came back out So I just traveled that way. It wasn't it wasn't hard. I mean, I enjoyed the journey in the beginning Um, but as far as the uh, How people found out about me was when I moved into the Wilkes-Barre area people found out that I was a New York runway model Oh, well, geez, I have my daughter's tall. Will you take a look at her? And will you tell me what you think? And I said, sure, not, not a problem. So, and I love always helping teens. I just, that's always they've always been my heart. Um, so at that time uh, I had, at one point I ended up having 12 women in my 12 young gals in my living room. There's you know, 17, 18 and above. I thought, well, geez, I better rent a place. And so I did. And so then it started to just snowball. And uh, that's what prompted me to start this, the uh, modeling school. And then I needed the agency. And then it, then it went on from there. And then I ended up deciding at one point, uh, I want to do something different. And because uh, when you get involved in that type of thing with a modeling agency, you end up taking care of a lot of people. And I really wanted to start to pursue my photography. And by the time I had a young gal, I had a young daughter.
0: So then your photography wasn't part of the modeling business. It was something that was the next step that you wanted to do?
1: It was, it was to a certain degree. Uh, it was, I mean, because I started in 1984 uh, and I loved it. So I kept doing it and I kept shooting it and I kept you know, shooting the models that I knew. Uh, even these young gals, oh, you need, everybody needed photos. So in their portfolio. So we had no digital at the time, no Photoshop at the time. It was all raw film. So uh, we, that's what I did. I would work on them and I, you know, it was part of my program that I had for these young gals to learn. They would learn makeup, hair, runway, how to work in front of a camera. I would pull talent in that I knew from New York to to teach them how to do commercials and things like that as well.
0: Wonderful. Well, now that you're focusing mostly on your photography, who are some of the best, oh, I forget the term. What do you like to shoot the most?
1: What, 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 what I, my subjects. What, yes, that's yes. the word I was, I was like,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> but you, who, out of your subjects, who are Your favorite to shoot?
1: I love the teens. I still love the teens. They're just very, very cool. And today, more so, I think they really struggle with identity. And as they come into my studio, I'd like to make them feel very special of who they are, um, and really bring about their beautiful spirit that they carry. I find that they are so hard on themselves, uh, comparing themselves to the people in the magazines and which are not real, it's everything's an illusion, to really try to instruct them to say, to bring out their own beauty, to let them realize who they are, uh, and, and as far as women and, and guys. So, um, so that's what I, I love to do that. But one of my also favorite things to do is my commercial photography. I love shooting commercial. And when Scotty's was involved here, when they were open, Scotty's, uh, they were like a Home Depot and uh, Lowe's before they came in. I was their in-house photographer. So I shot all their product and all their ads. So I, I'm pretty well-rounded, very well-versed for number one, a female, and number two, not having any formal training. So,
0: I love it. I did think you definitely see your passion for getting behind the viewfinder and seeing your subject and really bringing them to light. It's incredible to see that passion and I know it shows in your work. You tell me a little bit about what skills you bring to the table? I know you love shooting but it, you definitely were driven to learn how to to properly the proper techniques when it comes to photography. Um, is that does that come from a particular mindset? Where do you get that dri- that drive from?
1: I am a lot like my mom. I, when I've set my mind to something, I really, really want to learn it. Uh, when I started the photography and, well, even it's going into modeling, it was like, no, I'm going to make this happen. I'm going to, so, and that's pretty much anything I do. Uh, if when I have, especially have that passion, I love to create. And um, so when I, when I, when I am creating, I think, one of the things like if you get these young people, even adults, they, they really are intimidated by the camera. And they really are very nervous sitting in on my set, on anybody's set, because they don't do it all the time. And they have all these things that go through their mind. And I always tell them, you don't have a glass head and I can't see in it. So you have to tell me what are your issues that you're already thinking about? Because it might be, oh, well, my one eye's crooked or my, you know, if I smile, this looks like this. They have all this going on in their head. And I, that I don't know. So I try to find that out. And I always tell them everything's fixable. So I do make them feel, because of my modeling background, I know what it's like to be in front of the camera. And I know how intimidating that can be. So I am able to really set them at ease in front of the camera and just let them know this is only a little black box. That's all it is. (laughs) I
0: love it. That's, 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 That's empowering. And I love how you engage your subject and make them feel comfortable in your space. Tell me a little bit about how COVID has impacted what you're doing. Obviously, you have a studio where you're bringing people into it. Are you adding additional uh, processes to that? Or have you shut down? What, how has COVID-19 affected what you're doing?
1: In the beginning, I just, well, everything, everything went dead. The phones went dead. Everything went dead. Just like it did at 9-11, and just like it did in the recession. This mm. is my third time wow. going, through, going through a crisis. Um, honestly, I've always said that God is my provider. And I truly believe that. I've always been, I always try to be the last one standing. And I, if I have to lower rates, I have done that in the past. Um, I, now now it's, it's starting to kick back up again. So it's really, it was really about five or six weeks that everything came to a halt.
0: Especially a big time for you, right? It's this is graduation. This is huge, right. and so you had a. Are you seeing some of those people who would have typically gotten their graduation photos come back, or some of your previous clients coming back to you as we open up for the? Well, as far as the the seniors,
1: I even my heart went out to them because mm-hmm. they they're, they had such a horrible time through this. So I even encouraged and I put it out on Facebook an ad to do a free photo session for them, whether it be female or a couple or a male, uh, and to do a free photo session in their prom outfit. And that way it's a savings of a couple hundred dollars and if they chose to buy anything they can. I am not into high-pressured sales at all. I will not do that to anybody. I don't like it done to me and I'm here to perform a service and I am very honored and privileged if they ask me to capture them in one day of their life.
0: I love it. That's incredible that you're able to give back in that way. Now, as you look forward to the future, what are some of the things that you're looking, looking to do? What are you excited about?
1: Oh, well, I have a lot of commercial clients as well. So my phone is ringing, which is good. And the bookings are coming in. Nice. Um, and I, it's been nice because I'm a very sustainable business here. Um, I don't just, you know, as a professional photographer, I, I paint with light. So, which so many other people don't know how to do. They put their, you know, camera on on program and go outside and shoot away. Well, there's a whole different style to that because for me, it is about bringing out that person's spirit, not just looking at me smiling pretty, but to really bring out their spirit of that person because it may be their final fo- photo. It may be something that this is the only photo they have at 18 years old. It may be, so you never know what people are going to deal with in their life. Um, I've had, diff- if my walls, I always say, if my walls could talk in my studio, it would be a huge counseling, counseling session here because the women that have come in under, under the idea of wanting a photo ends up to be something where they really share their heart and something that has really happened to them. And so to be able to hear them and some devastating things that may have happened to some of these women, They don't feel pretty. So I always say, let's take it easy. And we do, and by the time we get to that, we get to that place, you have to hear your client. You really have to hear them and, and know really what they're about. So um, in that part of it, I just really try to, uh, you just honor who they are at that time.
0: Are there things that you do or specific methodologies ways that you break down that wall that barrier that most people come to when they first meet somebody that help you bridge that connectivity between the people that helps you connect with those people you're shooting
1: well first of all I, I pray before any photo shoot before they even come to my door second of all I just it's more than just a photo shoot it's I just really want to engage I'm not that hard to get to know I am an open book um, I have shared my life with with a lot of my clients who have come in who faced hardships, and to help them really connect, um, we just don't go jump in front of the camera when they get here. I like to know who they are, um, you know, where do you come from, you know, how many kids are in your family, and so because it, that just helps them to relax, but it also helps me, and I end up getting I make a lot of friends that way, but it's just. I'm a good communicator and I'm, I'm, I really love to listen to someone's heart and to say, Oh yeah, this is what I've been through. And I'm, I'm really afraid of this or and say, okay, well then let's, let's look for a solution in that. So, you know, it's, it's more than just taking pictures. It's, it's, it's a, it's a much bigger, bigger Avenue.
0: I love it. You can definitely tell that you're passionate and that you care very deeply about the people that you take photos of. But as we, uh, come to a close. Are there any last thoughts or, uh, any advice that you want to share with the audience?
1: I, I wish everyone so well. I mean, we've never been anything like through this at all, anything like this at all. Um, I just want people to stay safe. Um, if we will get through this and we have, we have a power greater than ourselves anyway, but you know, life does go on and there are, there are, um, People out there who will help and listen and 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 just you know they will lend an ear, and you know keep smiling and whatever your dream is, you can do it. You can do whatever you put your mind to. My mom always said,
0: Absolutely. and I believe
1: that. I believe that.
0: Absolutely. How do people get a hold of you if they want to learn more or if they have any questions for you?
1: Well, my studio is Think Biner Photography. Think Biner is my maiden name. Uh, and that is my family's name, so I kept that part of it, which it's different. Everybody can find me that way, but I am located in Dixieland, uh, right down from the Ledger Building at 723 South Missouri Avenue. My phone number is 863-999-5554, so it's pretty easy, and I'm also on the, on the internet. You can just Google me, and you'll find me, um, so I'm just very blessed with Lakeland. I've been in business here for a long time, and I do this full-time. It's not a part-time job for me. So, um, yeah, I, so I have really built my clientele and I do everything but weddings.
0: (laughs) Love it. Before I let you go, what is your favorite place? Where is your favorite place to go eat in Lakeland?
1: Oh, goodness. Oh, there's
0: so many. There there are. If you, if you close your eyes and it's not even a special, just, just something, what's the first restaurant that comes to mind? You're like, that's where I want to go after COVID's over. Fresco's. Oh, I love frescoes. I, yeah, hands down. I completely great agree. Great
1: service, great meals, great owners,
0: just yeah.
1: fabulous people all the way around.
0: And they have a speakeasy in the basement. That is awesome. I love I
1: it. Tim and Tina are great. I mean, they are just super. Very cool. Oh, I, love, I love them as well.
0: Well, I truly appreciate you taking some time and being on the show today. Thank you again so much for, for being here and sharing your story.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's just been a, it's been a, a wonderful, a wonderful few minutes. Thank you so much.
0: My absolute pleasure.
1: Thank you. Robert.
0: Incredible story. Thank you. You've been listening to the Startup Santa show, part of our 2020 hindsight series, where we've been talking to entrepreneurs and those who have pursued their passion Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show today. We truly appreciate your support and hope you stay safe in these crazy times around the world.